on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. There's no official rules when it comes to co-parenting, right? There's no book on this. Yeah. But we got to figure out, did he for sure cross the line? Welcome to Forgive and Forget. It's Friday. If you've never been here for this segment to do, by the way, we do it every Friday. Jess, how does it work? Listeners reach out to us when they want to give an apology or demand an apology from somebody else. Jessica from Pikesville, good morning. Hi, good morning. So are we going to ask for forgiveness or give an apology? Um, I am not going to ask for an apology. I am going to demand an apology for my ex-husband who is trash-talking my new boyfriend in front of our five-year-old son. I mean, he's five. He's a five-year-old. Why would you trash-talk okay. well, someone? Wait. Been- okay, okay. okay so yeah, take what it. happened? Did he, yeah, so tell, tell us what happened. What? How do you know this? Well, me and my ex, we just co-parent. Um, you know, we have a, custody, a joint custody plan. And our son was over at his house last weekend. And I go to pick him up, and I am in the car, and I'm telling my son that my boyfriend, Keith, is going to be coming over for dinner. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere, my five-year-old goes, kiss-ass Keith? (gasps) No. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. Freaking five years old. And I said, excuse me, what did you just say? Because, you know, maybe I misheard him. Yeah. And he started laughing and he goes, kiss ass Keith, kiss ass Keith. Well, did you wait? Did you did you ask? Did you ask? Where the hell did you learn that name? Yeah, I said, where did you hear that? And he just started laughing and he would not tell me, which tells me in my brain that his father must have said, don't tell your mom I said that. Okay. So you, th- you think maybe dad just slipped. Maybe this is what dad says. Are you guys on good terms, you and him, or are you not on good terms? Absolutely not. And it just continues to get worse and worse. And this is just another incident yeah. where the relationship continues to deteriorate. But the reason I'm furious I, uh, is that he would involve our five-year-old mm-hmm into our problems, which is not okay. Right. You should have never done that. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You got to play fair. Mm-hmm. You got to play fair. And there's no reason of why that name should have ever been Instead brought in up front in, front, of in front of your in son. In front of him. Right. right. Uh, are we sure he didn't say kick ass? Maybe it was a positive. Shut up. <laughs> you know what he said. Like, just to make sure we're not, this guy can be really cool. No. Not... No. Yeah. So... Is there any chance he could have learned this anywhere else? Because before we get your ex on, I just want to make sure that, like, we're not blaming him or accusing him of something. I mean, he's five. I don't really know how a five-year-old would come up with something like that. And I don't cuss around my son. Keith is very careful about what he says. And I am 100% sure that my son did not hear that anywhere in my house and it's super super suspect that as soon as i pick him up all of a sudden he's saying kiss ass keith yeah i mean come on i mean like no honest i, I believe you 100 yeah, 100 percent agree Just, and he has right. he not admitted to this like i'm i mean what did he say he is not responding to any of my messages about this whatsoever so i had to call someone to get the truth out about this matter <laughs> because he's not even answering he's not even giving me the courtesy of a response yeah 
which is very immature. Well, it's an it's honor. Thank you immature. for thank you for thinking of us. Um, so, okay, so you know how the segment works. Then um, we did get in touch with Chuck, and Chuck is is willing to come on. Chuck does think it's you, by the way. Chuck kind of feels like he knows exactly what's going on here. So I never confirm or deny. I just say, okay, interesting. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. I'm going to call up Chuck, and then is he willing to admit and apologize? And apologize. Yeah. For bringing bringing old old Keith into this, <laughs> poor Keith. For for speaking inappropriately in front of your son. Yeah, uh, Jessica, you there? I am here. Perfect. You, um, I'm gonna keep you on, but don't say anything until I tell him that you're on with us. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. Hello, Chuck. Hi. How you doing? We're doing well, man. Thanks again for doing this. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked you the question yesterday. Um, who, anybody you think could be bringing you on this segment to either ask for an apology or to give you some forgiveness? I'm guessing that's probably going to have to be my ex-wife for whatever reason. Uh, Why did you teach our five-year-old son to say kiss-ass Keith? That's what I'd like to know. Not exactly sure who Keith is, but... Um, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That, that. yeah, right. I post about Keith on my Facebook, and we're friends on Facebook, so all of a sudden you have amnesia and you don't know who Keith is? Give me a break. Right. So this may come as a shock to you, but I don't really follow you on Facebook. We are friends, but I do not follow your posts. Oh. I don't care oh. about what guys you do have over there. So, yeah. Okay, hang on. Uh, hang, news to me. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, so th- the issue here is, is that... Jessica has told us that... The minute she picked up Christopher from your house last weekend, he started saying this. He started using the name Kiss Ass Keith, which her new boyfriend's name is Keith. And okay. the, the assumption that we have here is that he may have picked that up from, from you. Hmm. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I have been limiting his screen time. I'm not sure what's going on over there. Uh, But if he's coming up with creative nicknames for whoever it is that you're seeing, I'm not sure how that's a me problem. Oh, so our five-year-old son, after I pick him up from your house and I say, Keith is going to be coming over for dinner, all of a sudden just start saying, kiss-ass Keith out of nowhere? Please. I mean, either you... I, I'm not it, sure how out of nowhere it is. I mean, I don't know the guy, so, I mean... But you, is, uh, but you can swear to us right now that you have never used the name Kiss Ass Keith. No. Okay, well, I've never said those words at my house, so... And he he literally said it five minutes after I picked him up. So you're telling me he just dreamed this up, a five-year-old did that? I don't think so. It is. It, it would be a very honestly like I try to go into these as neutral as I can. No, Chuck, come but it on. Would, it he's would be, five. Yeah, he's it's, five. Yeah, and, and they repeat everything that they hear. Like I feel like we're here. You might as well just admit, and you guys can move on from this. And that's what we want to do. We just want to get an apology in the best uh, interest interest of of, of, of Christopher, Christopher, who's I, five. I do think. I do think if this is happening, it does need to stop. So. Can you admit to us right now that you called her boyfriend Kiss Ass Keith in front of possibly in front of your son? Uh no. <laughs> 
And I'm not going to apologize for something that I didn't do. I am sorry that you've involved a radio station and, you know, what should be private business. But other than that, no. That's a bunch of BS because I know my son, and he's not going to just make this stuff up. He's, he heard it from somewhere. Uh, no, again, just sounds like a you problem. Uh, so okay. our, son's, no. our son's a you problem. Our son saying kiss ass is a me problem, not uh, our problem. That's great. Uh, I think it's if we're limiting his screen time, then like we had talked about previously, then have. maybe this wouldn't be happening. But, you know, again, uh, it's not something that I've ever heard come out of his mouth and not anything that's come out of my mouth. So um, I'm not sure what to tell you here, Jeff. Do we think Chuck was being honest? Let's just unpack this here for a second between just us friends here. <laughs> Thoughts, Jessica? No, I don't think he was being honest. And I feel like if he just would have admitted, I think that's like the bigger problem here. Because cause also, to his defense, he could have been on the phone with someone. He could have had some family over, some friends over. And if you want to say whatever you want to say and you don't think that, you know, your son or daughter is around the corner and can hear, that's one thing, right? Yeah. Like there's a chance that their son may have picked it up when he wasn't actually supposed to be hearing Not that. deliberately come up to him, hey, by the way, go tell your mom his new nickname, your boyfriend's new nickname is right. Kiss Ass Keith. But if he said it, like, I think that's, I almost feel like he wouldn't admit it just to aggravate Jessica, yeah. even more. I just asked Jessica before we hung up. I said, is Keith there? I really just want to meet this guy. I feel like he's like a legend now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Angie from Baltimore, do you think he said kiss ass Keith or are we just assuming? 100%. But he, he, he's never going to admit it. No. He's never going to admit it. Yeah. He sounds like the type of guy that nothing is ever his problem, nothing is ever his fault, nothing is not his responsibility, and he's just, you know, a quote-unquote weekend dad, which I might get in trouble for, but there are 100% weekend dads out there well, that like to, you know, feel like dad of the year, but... You only have your kids for every other weekend. Do we... Okay, but hang on. If... if Because here's the thing. The crime wasn't that bad, right? Like, if he would have apologized, I feel like everybody would have just been cool, right? No, we could just move on. all he needed to say, yeah, I think the bigger issue is is that he wouldn't I admit it. I think he needed to admit his fault. Yes. And he's the type of person that will not admit his fault. And that's sad that I only heard him for 45 seconds on the radio. And I can tell you... That he's not that person. He will never okay, admit a so, fault, and he will never know. You think whatever the whatever the statement we made, we were like, "Did you uh, like, whatever?" It. He would he would have said, "No, I didn't do it." A hundred. Okay, got it. A hundred percent. Thank you for calling yeah, us. Absolutely, guys. Have a good day. Jess, what's, you said we got one text, though, that's actually defending Chuck. Yeah, yeah. So this text says, LOL, why am I wanting to side with Chuck on this? Maybe it was the way Jess went on the attack. By the way, my almost four-year-old says things like, boop, poop? Poop. And plays dead when she goes to daycare. And I know when she has heard these things, but it's not her stuff for kids to repeat. So maybe it was from a different place. So maybe the name Kane. Okay, so do we need... Because, I mean, he was pretty adamant that he didn't do it. Like, could she... Was could he being he have, adamant or was he, he being have, condescending? Like, I think, I think well, it, there's a difference. Could he have learned just the name, you know, Kiss Ass somewhere else and then just thought it sounded funny with Keith and then just kept repeating it? But right after she picks him up for, from his 
dad's house. Then he starts saying this. I mean, come on. This one's tough. What's the text say? We have a text that says, I think the kid picked it up from his screen time. It could have been somebody's screen name. Right. That's valid. Okay. Another text says, if they have a legal custody agreement, it is likely it likely includes a clause about making statements like that to and around the kids. Mm. I believe he said it, but admitting it, especially in public, could land him in contempt. Mm-hmm. And then another text says, I'm not sure if the Chuck guy actually taught the child bad, but has anyone thought of the fact that the mom is the one who brought up the guy's name five minutes after they left dad's house? Hey, Alan, good morning. Hey, I'm thinking Keith said, hey, I am kick-ass Keith. That's what I was trying to say. Like, is this the coolest mother on the planet? Okay. Exactly. But she just said, though, that they don't use that language around him. No ass period. So no, well, no. apparently he's getting too much screen time somewhere and picked Th- it up. That's, you know, honestly, we just got a text, too, that said, um, uh, uh, from the 410, said, I think the kid picked it up from screen time. It could have been somebody else's screen uh, screen name or something. Okay, okay. So, like. On YouTube. And also, you can't control what ads pop up in the middle of their videos, yeah. too. Like, are yeah. Like, yeah. are, we, are we hanging old Chuck out to dry over here when there's so many possibilities of where this kid, I mean, it's not, it's the timing, odd. But, I mean, is it possible that... But from his attitude, he just gave off the vibe that mm. that is something mm. that he would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what? let's look at it from the other side of the coin, too. Maybe Keith is feeding this to the kid going, Hey, I'm kick-ass Keith. I'll give you cool stuff. Damn. What happens if Keith's behind all this? Okay, you guys. <laughs> I, say, I say we got a Keith on the phone. Now, Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. What up? We made it! We did it, man. This feels different on Friday, doesn't it? I mean, we still got a whole day of work ahead of us. It's bright outside. It's bright outside. It's still cold as hell, but it's brighter outside. Mm -hmm. I think we just know what's upon us, friends. Mm -hmm. Two days to do absolutely nothing. Unless you're a parent, then it's pretty much just more work than going to work, probably. <laughs> um, six o'clock club. Let's check in. Who's awake? Who is excited? It is Friday. Text us 410-583-1065. Good morning and happy Friday to Jim at USCG, Jess R and Rob P from Westminster. Good morning. John the Wheelman is here. Stephanie and Nottingham. Graham and Brooks' grandma, good morning. Darren, the flight attendant, hello. Beautiful Beverly, Sarah and Stu, Parker's Mimi, uh, Nurse Amy in Columbia, Johnny E, LG, the sassy scientist, good morning. Jess in Aberdeen, Lauren, Wayne, Chelsea and Lucas and Dundalk are here. Lori, Terrence, good morning. Annabelle and her mommy in Havre Grace, Kathy in Parkville, Christine, Mr. W, Stephanie Lynn, uh, Sasser and Little Sasser checking Dang. in from Dundalk. Hello, Dia and Glenn Bernie, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber and Adrian. Good morning. And we'll get to more shout outs in just a few minutes. It's our last six o'clock club of April because it's going to be May. Yes. That'd be May, y'all. I that feels good. ready for that. I know. Don't forget the memes are becoming today. You're going to be seeing them. I'm so paranoid about tonight. Why? It is my oh, very wait. first event. I am going to be talking about that in the top three, by the way, if okay. you want to save it. Because okay. I feel like it's that big of a deal. I like woke up and I, I woke up with so much anxiety this morning. I'm like, why am I so panicked right now? And I realized because... <laughs> like, I'm definitely promoting you in the top three. This is three. the first time. 
<laughs> I've been outside in Baltimore. You said the first time I've been outside. Last year and a half. Yeah. We'll talk about it in the top three in a couple seconds. I want to make sure every single person listening gets a shout out. So make sure you get your text in. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. There is a bunch of fun things for you to do this weekend. So both Towson and Canton will be having their spring festival. It will be both Saturday and Sunday for Towson and then just a one-day festival on Saturday for Canton. Um, Harbor Point will be hosting a Tacos and Taps Festival tomorrow as well. And tonight, Project Runway from 6 to 10 p.m. at Pier 6 Pavilion. You can watch local celebs walk in this fashion show for adoptable cats and dogs for Barks. And Kramer will also be walking in this show. Ticket sales benefit Barks and the Show Your Soft Side Anti-Abuse campaign. And you can get all that info at Barks.org. If you're part of the 6 o'clock club and you're there tonight, which it is a really cool event. I mean, they really have some massive uh, Ravens players coming in, sports players from all over the country coming in. I'm like, they asked me to do this, and I'm like, what? Y'all, I'm like the most low-rent person on this. And I'm, I'm at the very bottom of the page, too. <laughs> like, everyone else has these professional pictures with dogs, and then yeah, it's like, I'm just like plopped in ones. there. They're like, this guy, and this guy wants to show up, too. I'm so nervous. This is the first event that I've done in Baltimore. So I'm like, yeah, what? it is. It is. So I, I, we got here in COVID, yeah. and there's been nothing going on. That's cool. So, if you're there tonight, I'd love to meet you. But come out and support the animals. Uh, projectrunway.org is the website to get tickets. Number two. In honor of National Nurses Day next month, Chipotle is giving 2,000 healthcare workers free Chipotle for a year. So to nominate someone now through National Nurses Day on May 6th, all you have to do is just tag a healthcare hero that has made a positive impact on your life or our community by leaving a comment about them on Chipotle's post for the promotion on their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter channels. And then starting next, the week of May 9th, Chipotle will randomly select 2,000 medical professionals that are tagged in the comments to receive free Chipotle for a year. Why do I cringe when I hear National Nurses Day? Oh, yeah. If that you, day if, was ruined for us. If you know, you know. We had a woman call in because I had made a joke on Nurses Day. I'm like, you know what? Nurses deserve more credit. Because first off, y'all do. Y'all are like the hardest. And again, it was ever. their day. So it we was were their just day. like, we were hyping just them up. hyping you know nurses up yeah. on National Nurses Day. <laughs> and I'm like, what do, what do doctors even do? I'm like, nurses do all the work anyway. And, and total jest, obviously. Like, yes. Kramer and I do radio for a living. We have no idea about anything medical, professional, or whatsoever. My God, if this woman called in. She's like, I'm a doctor. And blew up our show. how dare you say we don't do anything? Yeah. Like, nurses do something, but we are the best. And like it, this went on for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I we'll definitely wait. be celebrating we're gonna 6 We're going to blow it up. <laughs> we're going to blow it up. Number one. James Corden announced last night that he is leaving the Late Late Show after one more year. Take a listen. Oh. I had one job this morning to prepare this clip. Here we go. When I started this journey... It was always going to be just that. It was going to be a journey, an adventure. I, I never saw it as my final destination, you know? And I, I never want this show to overstay its welcome in any way. I always want to love making it. And uh, I really think in a year from now, that'll be a good time to, to move on. So Corden, who started doing the show in 2015, has plans to be out by next spring and move on to something new. CBS did try to get him to sign a three-year renewal, but he managed to negotiate them down to one year. And the network has a year to find a replacement, but there have already been talks of Trevor Noah as being one of their first choices as a replacement. Nice. 
Do you think it's as friendly as he makes it sound? And working in the entertainment business for so long, it's never, this is just a journey. Like, I guarantee you a contract negotiation didn't go right or somebody, something behind the scenes didn't happen. Unless he's already got something lined up and he's just not announcing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, 2015, that's what, like eight years? Like he, he might just be he wanting to be. do other things, you know? But I don't know. Whenever I hear someone be like, this is the gr- greatest parting ever of two people, I'm like, hmm. I know, that's true. This is Jackson. that was your top three. Done this too damn long. <laughs> uh, all right. He's like reading a script and I love being here. Okay. And- <laughs> you did not, like, listen. Does no, not sound I, a little forced? No. When I started this journey... <laughs> It was always going to be just that. Okay. Rate your prom night 1 to 10. 1 being the absolute worst, 10 being the absolute best. We just realized it's prom season. Like, we're entering into it right now. Yes. We just yeah. talked to uh, to Marvelous Mindy, and her kids were talking about how it's prom weekend at their school. We're like, oh, my God, it's prom. And we got a text. Shout out to Eastern Tech. Uh, my son Ryan is a senior, and he has prom tonight. Amazing. Bye. Well, to Ryan and possibly to all of the uh, seniors and juniors heading into their prom, it can be a really great night, but it can also be a terrible night, okay? And Jess and I want to reminisce. Go back to our prom nights. Yeah. Jess, 1 to 10. Prom being... (laughs) My good prom, 10. (laughs) Jess is like, I'm going to tell the story about my good prom. I said, no, I want to hear about the bad prom. No. My okay, just real quick. My good prom was really awesome because I got to go with my best friend, and I had the best, like my favorite dress on the planet. And it was like the best night ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first prom I went to. <laughs> what happened? What are you rated? But my when I was a junior, you know, I, like why do they let? Like honestly, I feel like I, it's probably because I was good. a junior. You know yeah. what I mean? Too early. Just save it. So the first prom I went to, like I had a good time, and I thought I was going with a friend of mine. And that's what I assumed, like, the situation was. So I was, like, very excited, very comfortable. And just a fun fact about me, I've always been socially awkward when it came to, like, boys. Mm-hmm. And so... Still. still. I mean, the fact that I have a boyfriend, I'm like... It's weird. <laughs> the fact I let him hold my hand, yeah, I'm like, what? Strange. Yeah. So I totally was very comfortable going with him because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my friend. Like, yeah. We're going to have a good time. And then we get to prom, and it was very clear by, you know, the way he wanted to dance with me on the dance floor, that things were very, like... You're trying to back that thing up. You know? And also just, like, things he was trying to say to me and, like, basically low-key tried to take our friendship to the next level. Wow. And took that opportunity to do that. And you weren't having it. So what did you do? I just wasn't prepared. So because I was extremely uncomfortable and I didn't know how to handle myself, I basically, when we were dancing, I kind of, like... Scooted to the side and then disappeared. Let's make a circle, girls. Yeah, disappeared and like basically ran away and like low key hid the entire night because they didn't know how to at that point vocalize and communicate how I felt. And yeah. One to ten. One being the worst, ten being the best. What do you think? For me, I'd say like a solid eight because me and my girlfriend had a great time. For him? For him, probably a two. He loved you. He was in love with you. I just, but that wasn't really fair because you can't like, you cannot, it, I, I got love bomb. It's great. And I didn't know it's how great. to handle it. When you ask a girl on out for prom, it's great. Like, when, are we just friends or what are we doing? Our friendship had been totally like yeah. easy. Cool. And then that night he turned into like some different person. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to do. My prom night was a one, maybe a two. Because I made the world's biggest mistake. I actually got asked to go to prom with a senior my freshman year of high school. I was like, whoa, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but... At dinner, I thought we were all kidding around. And she had made a joke about ordering something big that night. Like, it's one of the bigger plates. And she's like, oh, I must be like the the fat one at the table. 
And I just kind of kept going with the joke, thinking it was like, okay. Like, no. all night, I kept, like, saying, oh, yeah, so I guess you're, like, the fat one <gasps> in the group. No, Kramer. Oh, no. So stupid. Oh, like, no. what is wrong with me? You're that kid who, like, can't let a joke could, just, like, let it go. Let it, y'all, still, to this day, you've heard the show, can't let a joke go to save my life. Yeah. I, I, I it just <laughs> yeah. it was awkward the rest of the night. I kept wondering, I'm like, what? I wonder what's wrong here. Yeah, like why is she be like why is she this, like icing me out right now? Yeah, yeah, this this fat girl joke's killing it. You know what I mean? No. And then only to realize that was the worst idea of my whole entire life. Even though she said it once, it's not okay and it's not even true. So we didn't really talk at all that night. And then like the next day, I was called her. I was like, hey, like on the house phone. That was weird on the house phone because mm-hmm. it was you know the fifties. <laughs> so <laughs> she was like, I just it really felt terrible because you kept saying <laughs> making. Jokes about me. And I was, what was your like, name? I created Laura. Laura's I'm sorry, name. Laura, and I'm sorry, Chris. So sorry. sorry. So one prompt. Now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three with Jess. Jessica, let's get down to business. Number three. The Ravens made big trades and perhaps one of the biggest surprises of the first night of the NFL draft. First, the Ravens selected Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton as the number 14 overall pick. And then the Ravens traded wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown to the Arizona Cardinals in exchange for a better pick in the first round. After the trade, Hollywood tweeted, wish I could have played with my brother forever, but I'm going to see you at the top and tag Lamar. After an injury-packed season, the Ravens took advantage of a rare chance to pick Pick in the first half of the first round, and this was actually only the fifth time in the past 22 years that Baltimore picked in the top 16. And don't forget, tomorrow the Ravens are having their outlet sale with discounts from 30 to 60 percent off all merch from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at M&T Bank Stadium, and uh, doors open at 7 a.m. to park in Lot D. You need to know that I'm not the sportsiest of male, okay? But I was reading some comments about this on Facebook about the trade, about the trade, and the somebody said that. Uh, Hollywood already unfollowed the Ravens, and the Ravens already unfollowed him, like, right after the trade. Is it like a breakup? Like, is it? do you, like, leave on bad terms? Like, well, unfollow is pretty, like, like and, and, like, that fast? Well, I think you just have to keep on to the next, on to the guess. next, you know what I mean? Damn. Number two. Live Nation is bringing back their concert week. Fans can pick up tickets for shows for just 25 bucks, and that includes fees. The promotion starts next Wednesday on May 4th at 10 a.m. and ends on May 10th or earlier if the tickets sell out. Over 3,700 concerts are available throughout the country. And just some of the some of the artists include Backstreet Boys, Alicia Keys, Brad Paisley, Her, New Kids on the Block, uh, Jonas Brothers, Wiz Khalifa, and more. Awesome. Love it. Number one. The general counsel of the American Civil Liberties Union and Johnny Depp's bodyguard took the stand yesterday in his defamation trial against Amber Heard. And ACLU testified yesterday that Amber did not donate half of her $7 million divorce settlement to the organization like she had promised. Um, the organization has only received $1.3 million so far, and it probably wasn't even all her money is what they're suspecting. Amber gave $350,000 directly, and then Johnny actually threw in another $100,000, and then there were donations of five hundred and three hundred and fifty thousand dollars from donor advice funds. And the ACLU believes that the $500,000 payment came from Elon Musk, who dated Amber after she and Johnny had split. Also, they have not received a donation either from Amber or in her name since 2019. Um, As far as the the security guard, Malcolm Connolly, testified, and he said in his testimony, he said that while he never saw injuries on Amber, he did see some on Johnny. It would be scratches on his neck, maybe a fat lip. He had bruising on the eye socket. It would get more regular, not every week, but it definitely did occur. So that's the latest update on the trial. She dated Elon Musk, too? 
And that remember how earlier this week I mentioned that Elon was actually supposed to testify. Oh, that's right. And then Elon backed out. But in that... I, I did not know they dated. I just assumed he was testifying on her behalf. But apparently during the time that they had split after the divorce, that's who she was dating. How how did she get into this circle? I don't know. I guess every single woman in the world right now is like, wait a minute, you dated Johnny Depp and Elon Musk? Because she's not an actress, is she? She is an actress. Oh, is she an actress? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. This All is right. Jess, and that was your top three. We have started a tradition on this show where uh, we use tears, and we turn them into a game, which sounds really weird and messed up, and it is. We call it Friday Friday. It's time for Friday Friday. I hope this lives on on the internet forever. It probably will. So like when you're going to try to run for president in 30 years, Jess? I wouldn't do president. Like your mayor of Baltimore. Maybe a mayor. Okay. They're like... They're like, "Uh, I think there's a lot of things on my uncensored (laughs) podcast that would probably get me kicked out. So nothing to worry there. Friday Friday tops the list though. Yeah. How's this game work, Jess? So I will tell you three stories. Two of them are lies, and one of them is true as to why I cried this week. Jess is very emotional. You need to know that. In case you're new to our show, she's the crier of the show. Yeah, I am, and I have no problem sharing my emotions, and you shouldn't either. And if you guess correctly, you are winning two passes to the advanced screening of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness happening next Wednesday, May 4th. Nice. At AMC Columbia. All right, let's get into this then. Which one of these is the real reason of why... Jess cried this week with Friday Cryday. I'm stalling. Can you tell? Yeah. It's my stall voice. That's okay. Uh, Friday Cryday. Friday Friday Cryday. So story number one. Garage Boy made fried chicken and fried rice. And the reason why this meal is so special because he was trying to recreate a meal from one of my favorite restaurants in Stockton. It's called Dave Wong's. And me and my dad always go there. And the minute I tasted this fried chicken... I'm holding it, and it just, like, it felt like a piece of home. So I'm sitting there eating fried chicken with, like, just tears streaming down my face. It's like, thank you for this. I hope that's not the real one. Okay, number two. (laughs) Story number two. So one morning, I didn't have breakfast, okay? So when I got done with the show, I was starving. And right when I got home, Garage Boy was ready to go to the gym. Like, this man is dressed. He already had the pre-workout. Like, he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. But I was not in the right mental space to go at that moment because I was hungry. So being hangry and, you know, not happy, me in my hangry state started crying. And I said, I feel like you think I'm weak because I'm hungry and I can't go to the gym right now. <laughs> this is the true one. I, I don't know, but that's that sounds like some just nonsense when she gets emotional. Wait, say the quote one more time. <laughs> I feel like you think I'm weak because I'm hungry and I can't do this right now. All right, story number three. So I was posting all the tattoo stuff yesterday about Garage Boy. And if you haven't seen it, you can go check it out at Kramer and Jess. And I had a moment of just being so thankful for him because, you know, at any point he could have said, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to post this. And we would have had nothing for you guys. And I would have, like, done that entire situation. And no one would have known if he could, like, would have put a stop to it. Jessica. Totally could have. Really quick. She got a fake tattoo of her boyfriend's name to see how he would react. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, like, you were just thankful that he was a good radio Well, I'm, like, looking at all this stuff. And, yeah. Because he kind of looks... (laughs) He's just caught off guard, No, right? he's caught off guard, and he's so supportive yeah, of, yeah. like, of who I am on the show and who I am off the mic, and I'm thankful for that, that he, like, deals with my crazy ass. 
just made you cry, huh? Yeah. All right, which one of those is the real cry this week? Which one do you think? 410-583-1065. I don't know. I never want to know before you guess, but Jess has a way of saying some dumb things when she gets upset. (laughs) (laughs) Say it one more time. What was the quote? I feel like you think I'm weak because I'm hungry and I can't do this right now. Who's up first? Um, I think... Sarah on line four in Timonium. Sarah? Yes. Hi. Is it story number one, number two, or number three? I guess number two. It has to be number two. Jess always says some nonsense when she gets emotional. Like, if you really get her worked up? Jess, is it story (laughs) number two? It's not story number two, but that was a real-life conversation between the two of us. And I just, I just, like... (laughs) I didn't cry, but I was like, I was just like not Were you mad right. At him? I just was like not right, you know. Not, like, I was just, what the hell is wrong with me? Not our real cry, unfortunately. I felt that. Yeah, you feel that <laughs> one, huh? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. All right, we got two left. Who's next, Jess? Uh, Corinne on line two from Baltimore. Corinne, is it story number one or number three? Number one. Story number one is uh, Jess tasted some fried chicken that tasted like home and she started crying. Jess, Mm -hmm. is that the real cry this week? It wasn't the real cry this week, but oh my gosh, it made my life this week, though. It was good, though, huh? Mm -hmm. That was nice. Thank you for trying. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good weekend. You too. See ya. Leaves us one left. Who's next, Jess? Julia in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Julia. So you got one, you got one choice left, so you can just obviously just say it. Three. Story number three. Now, before before we confirm, why did you think story three? Why were you so confident with it? Um, just because he's a good guy, and it's hard to find somebody that's so supportive and loving. Mm. Jess gonna cry right now. Damn it! <laughs> one more time. Jess. Y'all, I was driving home from work yesterday. It was all pretty outside. I was like listening to Snow Allegra, and I'm all like. <laughs> Like, what? Like, how did I get here? How did I get here? <laughs> For real. But luckily, uh, it sounds like you. Yeah, so if you saw some creepy girl crying on Falls Road. That's me. That was me. That was me. Congratulations, Julia. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You know your tears, and that's got you tickets to go see Doctor Strange. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're done with Friday Karate for today, obviously. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.